Hey, welcome back to the Brink of Reality podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brink, Singlicher, here to do my latest Survivor X interview with the latest eliminated Australian Survivor contestant who didn't, unfortunately, get the right earn, Andrew. Uh, so, some juicy little tidbits in here. Uh, we talk about Laura. We talk about uh, his history of the show. We talk about uh, his thoughts on uh, some of the twists, which are really honest and interesting. So, I hope you do enjoy. If you do like this podcast, like I've been saying all season, share it with a friend uh, and stay tuned for uh, a really great uh, recap, hopefully coming on Wednesday night as well. All right, enjoy my chat with Andrew. Something is going on with Andrew, either positive or negative. Um, can you talk about the challenge versus Haley? And and in that moment, did you feel as if uh, your cards were stamped? Oh, it, it was a close one. You know, it really was. And I think looking back on it now, retrospectively, um, I remember talking to Haley after the challenge, and she was like, literally, I was seconds off from letting go. And I thought about it, and I was just like, maybe if I'd used my right hand. I might have been in there a little bit longer. But look, I think, um, you know, like Haley was a huge challenger and uh, extremely fit too. And I think when you're going against someone as lean as that, like, you know, her, her weight to muscle ratio is uh, quite unbelievable. You know, like she's designed to do challenges just like that, really. Uh, you know, hence the challenge with, uh, with Baden hanging on to the log. Um, but, um yeah, look, I think, you know, in going forward uh, with the challenges, it was always going to be tricky uh, with someone like Hayley because she's very mentally strong as well. Yeah. it's It's been a really big and interesting, like, last couple of episodes for you especially. Um, can you, like, outline in your own mind, like, where does the game change for you? Because um, I feel like you got incredibly unlucky in a lot of situations during the whole season. But, like, in, in this last moment, where does it go wrong for you? <laughs> Oh, I think so. When it came down to George getting Laura out and being behind that, and I knew he was behind that, I think that was probably the biggest thing. I dare say. Um, you know, I think at that point there, I should have probably put emotions aside a little and uh, continued working with him and the remainder of the brains crew. But you know, things happen for a reason, and uh, yeah, that's just how it eventuated. Totally. I, it's an emotional game, Andrew. <laughs> it's easy to say, take emotions out of it and be a game bot, but it's really hard um, overall. Can you talk a little bit about your relationship with Haley and Wei? Um, they seem to come as a package, but Wei was really emphasizing that she liked you and you guys got on really well. And we could see the emotional toll that was taking on her to actually uh, you know, vote you out. Can you talk about those relationships? Definitely. Yeah, look, I went back and support away a lot and even for the challenges, um, you know, I was always there just saying, you know, she could do it and just trying to inspire it, you know, inspire her to keep moving. And it was, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, George was always going to take an opportunity in getting into um, ways here and trying to, you know, redirect her on his own uh, path. Uh, and I wish, you know, in hindsight, if if uh, Way had played... Um, you know, a little bit to her, her own drum and her own tune. Uh, it could have been a little bit different. But, uh, you know, when you got someone like George manipulating words and all that kind of stuff, like, you're, it's, it's difficult. It's really difficult to get past that. Um, and when it came down to Haley, yeah, look, 
Um, I think my first distrust of Hayley was when we got burnt with the Joey boat, you know, when she threw Joey under the bus. And at that point in time, I was just like, there's no way I can trust the feeling going forward. And, um, you know, uh, I kept saying it to the team, there are two people here which are of great concern. Nobody else really concerned me in the entire game except George and Hayley. They were the only two people I was truly concerned with. I wasn't concerned with anybody else. It was just those two. And look, we tried everything to try and get rid of them, but um, oh, they're slippery characters, you know. They just kept um, yeah, getting out of our grip. No, look, I, totally. Like you do vote out Haley at one point, um, and she comes back in the game. What was your feeling around that? Like having not necessarily Haley coming back in, but just the thought of you know having that second chance. You ultimately didn't get that last night yourself with the urns, which I'm interested to see how it plays right. out. But what do you what do you feel about that as like a as a game mechanism bringing people back in after they've been voted out? Oh, it's terrible. Like you know, I feel like you have your go, you get voted out for a reason, then you go on. You know, but. You know, survivors got twists and turns to it. And ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, you just don't know what's around the corner. You know, uh, I think uh, looking back on it too, you know, when we got Kara out and then Kara went to the other side and had swapped over, that was another shocker because it was kind of like, well, hold on one second. You know, there's been a, you know, the majority of vote and trying to get rid of someone. And, you know, you, you want to try and move on and move forward from that. So, look, there's always going to be spins and turns and all that kind of stuff, and it was just unfortunate that I picked the wrong uh, urn at the end of the day. But, you know, there was an opportunity there. Uh, but, unfortunately, there's a bit of luck that's involved in it all, too. Yeah, Survivor's a game of luck. Like, the Kara um, misfortune, like, it's it's still playing out today um, in the show. So, it's it's crazy how that can impact. Can I can I ask you a little bit about Survivor generally? Like, why Survivor, Andrew? Because, like, I know, I know, like, I've watched some of your um, stuff online. Uh, like, what made you say, okay, I'm going to go do this and put myself, um, like, on this type of experience? I'll be completely honest. My sister was a huge fan. I, I had never watched the show before. My sister was a massive fan, and when the opportunity had came up, you know, uh, I was second guessing whether to go into the show because I just, I just didn't know if it was for me. Like I've never been good at those, you know, mind games and you know, those social games and all that kind of stuff. But then I thought about it, and there was a huge challenge, um, you know, retrospective uh, with it as well. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go in there and play a really strong uh, social game. And look, there were people that were, you know, absolute diehard fans of the show, which would watch every single episode and went in there with such a strong strategy and a way of being able to, you know, pull the game apart and do do their own thing. And they just got called out right at the start. So I think it was probably, you know, it worked in my advantage to a certain point to go in and be blindfolded and not have these preconceived ideas about how to play the game. So I really did go into it in a very natural um in a very natural way. Um, you know, I do feel like if I had had a bit more knowledge towards the end about how things may have played out, it could have been a little bit different. But ultimately, look, if there were going to be um, characters, uh, you know, involved in the end that were not physically inclined, it, it would only have been a matter of time until I was voted out, I reckon. You know, at best I might have came maybe fourth or fifth. Yeah. It's a hard game, I, and and this is the thing about the winners of Australian Survivor over the years, Andrew. In Australia, US, New Zealand, South Africa, like it, it doesn't really matter about your fandom. Like people come in with all different levels and and can do well. Um, yeah, sh- 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 shout out to your sister. Uh, maybe Blood vs Water one day in the future. You guys can go play uh, yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah, uh, can can you talk a little bit about like your early um, day alliance as well? Obviously, you seem to form a really um, strong relationship with Joey, um, Georgia, and Laura. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. It was just like, 
I don't know. It was just like, um, you know, when you go into a classroom and you kind of find the people that you get along with in terms yeah. of interests or in terms of personalities. That's literally what it was. It was just like a social club, <laughs> quite literally. So, um, you know, we were kind of out there, up at, except, you know, I think except Georgia, she was quite reserved and a bit of an introvert. And myself, Laura and Joey uh, were extroverts. You know, we're quite, um, you know, loud and colourful and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I, I also w- want to make it clear to people that going into this, <laughs> I didn't want to put a target on my back. So I didn't want to be loud. I didn't want to be obvious. I didn't want to be, you know, and I think as soon as Joey started taking that kind of leadership and those vocals, I knew it was going to put a massive target on his back. So I kind of just let him go of it all. And I just stood back in the background and played a very sly, sneaky, quiet game. I often talk about an Australian survivor. Maybe the best way is to sleep to the merge and, and like hide behind people. So, so like it's, it's fascinating as well. I want to talk to you a little bit about Laura. Um, like it's been talked about and this is not uncommon in survivor in Australia and across the world. Like what was your relationship like with Laura prior to the game? Did you know her or what was that? What was that connection? I, I met her briefly once, and it was at a marine conservation uh, foundation. But uh, I only met her there once, and that was, yeah, that was only the relationship that I had with Laura. But, you know, I think my affinity and interest towards Laura was based on the whole fact that our careers are based around nature. You know, we are essentially in the same industry. We get it, and we're great supporters of doing stuff for the environment. And to be completely honest, a number of plugs that I had in there about the show was all about that. It's all about we are here on one of the most amazing platforms in the Australian Outback, and this is an experience that we have to cherish, and this is all about connecting back to nature. And I, you know, and I kept being so vocal about that, and it was amazing to see all the contestants really getting involved and really starting to become part of the environment. That was the cool part. It really was. You know, even someone like George, you know, at, at some point in time, he started helping me, you know, skinning fish and cleaning fish and cooking fish and all that kind of stuff. So seeing these people outside of their comfort zone and becoming familiar, but also becoming confident in like one of the most harshest environments on earth was awesome. You know, and I think, you know, we've really got to take note of that in the game of Survivor. That was something that I really enjoyed about it. And it was seeing people develop, you know, that sense of comfort. Can you talk to me a little bit about the fire challenge? Um, it seems like Danny, <laughs> I don't know what she did. She just threw all the husk on there and like it, it caught fire and she just got off. It, like, apparently it happened in like two minutes. It was really quick. Um, can you talk to me about that challenge and, and what went wrong? Yes, of course. And, okay, so I've never had broke. I've never had a fleet break on me before. Okay? Um, and a lot of people are like, well, why would you use magnesium? You don't use magnesium. You don't have to use magnesium. In fact, it's quite easy to get a spark going on husk if it's dry, with the right preparation, to get a fire going straight away, right? And so I was essentially just trying to do that. I probably rushed it too much. Uh, my ferrous rod snapped, which essentially meant that I didn't have enough of a strike. I didn't have enough motion. I didn't have enough friction to get a good spark going. Uh, and that was my downfall. That was the start of my downfall right there. But uh, look, having said that, you know, retrospectively looking back on it, uh, Danny's done an awesome job, the same as Emmett. And they will hold that to me until the day I die. <laughs> yeah, it's. And I made uh, sure I made sure to do a flint review, like uh, you know, talking about the different styles of flints and which ones to get, which ones not to get. So that was definitely a cheap flint. So don't get that flint. Come on, show somebody. Like, geez, get better flints on the show. Uh, don't get that cheap stuff. Um, like your portrayal in the edit, like you were. Uh, uh, not shown a lot, which I know is really hard because I'm sure you're out there doing a lot um, in the game. Were there things? Were there things like that? 
weren't shown that you wish were? Are there any stories that you had? It doesn't even have to be game-wise, just like surviving out there, as you talked about. Um, yeah, oh, look, ultimately, at the end of the day, they've got to focus on the game itself, you know, and they've had to develop the storyline to pull um, the entire show together for it to make sense. You know, um, I didn't talk much um, strategy play to production. That's probably something I wish I probably had done more. Yeah, but you know, overall, it was pretty. It was a pretty rounded effort by production. You know, they were able to create a, a storyline and keep it entertaining, and that's just it. You know, it's, it's about um, you know uh, entertaining the audience, and you know, Australia's going for a real tough time at the moment, and um, I'm glad to be part of an experience where people could pass time and um, you know be thoroughly entertained by our antics. So that's that's ultimately what it comes down to, right? Yeah. Totally, totally. One last one. So I haven't touched on George um, at all. The, are you a believer now in the Macedonian Jesus? Is, is he real and, and is he keeping George alive? <laughs> look, look so I'm from I'm from Wollongong, right? And um, I have a number of friends which are Macedonian uh, and Greek and you know all that kind of stuff. So look, I've, I've had my run-ins with Macedonian Jesus uh, a lot of the time, uh, particularly when uh, I'm you know drinking uh, Salarakia or or Burek. Um, so, yeah, it's not a uh, an unknown thing to me. Am I a fan of Macedonian Jesus? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, Andrew, thank you so much for chatting. I do appreciate it um, on the back end of a thousand interviews you've done today. Um, thank you for being on the show. It was really cool to uh, get you out there and have like different types of people on the show is really important and especially like a survival element is really cool. We'll get to see you on the jury. So hopefully we get to see some questions from you um, as we go. And you ultimately get to decide on the winner of Australian Survivor, which is super cool. Yes, yes. I come up with a pretty cool criteria of how I choose that person. So I think that'll be interesting for the audience to see as well. All right. That ends my ex interview with Andrew for this week. Uh, a big shout out to Andrew for coming on to the podcast uh, and chatting to super fans about the show uh, and to Channel 10 for setting this one up. Um, some really interesting tidbits from there as well. The relationship with Laura I've been thinking about for a while. I'm, yeah, I wanted to dig into that. So I'm glad we got some kind of clarification around that. Uh, stay tuned uh, for my recap. It'll be coming out not on Tuesday night, it'll be coming out Wednesday. I have a really big guest. So stay tuned. Uh, that should be really fun. Uh, uh, and yes, if you are enjoying this podcast, like I said, for the whole season, just share it with a friend, uh, send these exit interviews, the ones that you really like to a friend and uh, let them know about the podcast. That's the best way of uh, getting more ears uh, listening. All right. That's it. Until next time, guys, community has spoken. I have spoken. I'll chat to you very soon. So yeah. Bye. The tribe has spoken. Time for you to go.